Good afternoon, everybody. It is Monday, January 14th, 2018. The start of a fresh new week and fight week is on the rise. This is your boy, Fight Night X, giving it to you from Four Corners Boxing Talk. Let's get to the action straight away. Last night, super middleweight title was on the line. IBF super middleweight title was on the line. Um, The champ. Jose Uscatiki versus uh, Caleb Plant, the number one contender for the IBF title. Plant from Tennessee, undefeated. Um, if I'm not wrong, he was 18 and 0. He's now 19 and 0. The new champ. He won a decision last night. He uh, boxed beautifully last night. I can't front. The guy showed his technique. The guy showed his power. He showed this combination and his uh, ring IQ against Uzgatagi, who's not uh, the sharpest fighter in the sense of skills, but he is tough. He is durable, and he can go 12 rounds full-fledged on top of you. And uh, if you're not ready to keep that guy off of you, if you can't keep up with the punches and bunches, then he will walk you down and beat you down. Um... Uzgatagi, what, uh, Plant dropped him twice yesterday with left hooks, both with left hooks early in the fight. Uzgatagi came back late, you know, I could say around 9, 10, 11, 12, the fight turned up a little more. He got himself a few rounds because Plant was winning a clean sweep from what I was uh, watching and scoring, plus the two knockdowns. Plant was up clearly, comfortably. Uh, the scorecards were pretty close. Both cards were pretty close. I don't think it was that close. I say I could give Uzgatagi about three, maybe four rounds. Maybe four, three, four rounds maybe. And that was towards the end in the championship rounds of the fight. 10, 11, 12, 9, he started to come back. He hit Plant with some big shots late in the fight as well. And Plant showed, again, another attribute into his skills, a good chin. Because, man, he withstood some big uppercuts and hooks. And he was right there. He banged his gloves and he told Uskatagi, bring it on. And they were going at it. Great action fight last night um, on Fox Sports 1. Right after the NFL playoffs, a lot of, uh, I think the ratings should be big. Because a lot of exposure was given to them during the commercials and the lead up to the fight uh, last night. You know, coming behind the NFL playoffs. And it was a good action fight. Big shout out to Caleb Plant, the new IBF super middleweight champ. Uh, Dream fulfilled. Still undefeated. And, you know, I say he was... um, First time he goes 12, if I'm not wrong. And he looked a little... He looked like he slowed down a little in the late rounds. But he never gave up. He never stopped fighting. Um... Uzgatagi is the type of guy that, that, that gets stronger as the fight goes on. Again, he can go 12 full-fledged rounds. So he gave Plant that experience and uh, that uh, he gave him that experience and that extra push to take him on to the next level of his career. Caleb Plant from Tennessee, new IBF Super Middleweight Champ. Congratulations to him, his family. And I hope to see him back in the ring soon. I hope to see more from this guy. I like him. I like him a lot. You know, he I've been watching him for a while now. 
And last night was the night where he really uh, had to give us that convincing that this guy's a true player in the boxing world at 168 pounds. And he is now the champ in a loaded division again. A loaded division where uh, David Benavidez is coming back next month, excuse me, in March on the Spence versus Garcia fight. Um, Darrell is going to get it on for the WBC title, in which Benavidez was uh, stripped of because of a failed test due to drugs. Benavidez, hope he gets himself together. That's my boy at 168. I really like him a lot. And I hope he comes back stronger and better and we can see some great unification matchups in the division. You got Zoto Ramirez over at top rank. You know, the politics always uh, interfere with a lot of things, but I would love to see him get in there and uh, shake up the division as well against another champion. Uh, Zoro has the WBO and um, the WBA title now held by uh, Caleb Smith. Callum Smith, who uh, is with Eddie Hearn in the zone, and we've been hearing talks about him and Canelo. Hopefully, that can come to play in the future. You know, Canelo has the regular WBA title, which he just beat Rocky Fieldings with. Listen, a lot of great matchups to make. Let's see what the future holds at the 168 pound division for all the champions. Um, moving on, it is fight week. Manny Pacquiao. Adrian Broner, this is going to be big. The return of the living legend, Manny. AB, who no matter how many times we count him out or we say he's not going to do it, he, he's a draw. He's a draw, hands down. Don't care what anybody says. AB doesn't live up to the hype. He only beats C-class level fighters. He can't fight. He can't beat the elite. Yeah, a lot of it is true, but the man is a draw. He's always going to be watched, and it's a good start for Manny in the PBC Showtime Fox era that they're kicking off now in 2019 to close out also his career because we are coming to a close of Manny Pacquiao. This is the living legend once again, always, always entertaining. He's given us so much throughout the years in and out of the ring. Manny is just a force to be reckoned with and Adrian is younger he is pretty, he's bigger I could say he's a bigger he's the bigger guy um Adrian has power he has pop we know he has speed we know he has all the tools to be at the top level but he just doesn't release it he just doesn't show it he just doesn't deliver it when it's time to get it on against the top dogs and again, AB has a chin on himself as well. Maidana, Maidana gave that boy a hell of a whooping. And um, he didn't stop him. He dropped him twice, but he didn't stop him. And AB held his ground in that fight. Um, Sean Porter, muscle, you know, all over you, AB. You know, it was, a, it was he was holding a lot. He didn't know how to really fight off Sean Porter in that fight. But he did clip him late. Only man to drop Sean Porter. Um, the Mikey Garcia fight, I don't know. Again, Mikey was attacking. AB just wouldn't release, wouldn't let go. And in the Jesse Vargas fight last summer, 
in his first fight, if I'm not wrong, his first fight with new trainer Kevin Cunningham and AB, you see it. You see it. Like, he could have done so much more to Jesse Vargas. You know, the first half of the fight was Vargas. Second half of the fight was AB. But he could have done so much more had he just let his hands off. And I think he took that 12th round off, which cost him the fight and got him that draw. I think he could have won that fight had he fought and won that 12th round. It is going up against Manny, the biggest fight of his life, of his career till today. Manny still has a lot left, you know, and AB is around his size. As we've seen in his last fight, Manny hasn't had a knockout in like nine years, I think it is. And he stopped Lucas Matiste, you know, um, people were shocked. Manny got the got the win and he got the win by knockout people were shocked he got the win by knockout excuse me and um i wasn't really because matiste isn't a really a welterweight himself he's a small guy just like manny you know in the sense of 140 pounds is really where those guys meet up at and you know they're just little guys who have what it takes to fight at welterweight and fight these big strong welterweights um and manny he stopped Lucas. I also think Lucas was caught up in the spotlight, you know, in the sense of I'm fighting the legend Manny. So he really uh, didn't bring his all as well. He was caught up in that in that in that moment. But um, I don't think AB is caught up in the moment of I'm fighting the legend Manny. I think he's gonna fight his fight, be what it may be. I don't see him winning. Maybe Manny can get the stoppage if. He digs in, and and, and 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 that speed is still there, and he catches AB with those punches that you don't see because that's how Manny was kicking ass. That's how Manny was kicking ass, and a lot of fighters tell you is sometimes it's not even about how hard he hits; it's the punches that you don't see that hit you the hardest, you know. And Manny has that. The footwork is still there. Those calves on his legs, man. Those things are tree trunks. Manny has legs. Manny has chin. Manny has speed. You know, and and he still has fire. We're going to find out. We're going to find out with Adrian Broner. Saturday night, January 19th, Showtime pay-per-view. Las Vegas, Manny returns to the United States in his first fight. Uh, his last two was in Australia where he was robbed in the Jeff Horn fight. And uh, uh, in Asia, he fought in Asia against Matisse. So Manny returns the United States, Las Vegas, where he's had so many classics, where he he made so much history, so much money when his top ranked days with Bob Barham, uh, the pay-per-view era of Manny and Floyd was, was tremendous. I mean, the fight parties I used to have at home and the gatherings, you know, was 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 tremendous you know manny then floyd comes and then manny comes back and then floyd comes back in the battle between who's better who's gonna win the fight when they finally meet oh man it was awesome it was awesome i love when my mama used to cook it up big time all the guys all the gals we all link up and and, and be screaming at the front of the television at the top of our lungs watching these showdowns go down you know these guys made pay-per-view big and they made big money in their day when they were running it, uh, a lot of people are complaining. Oh, Manny, pay-per-view, Showtime, what they think they're doing. They should just put this on Fox. Listen, pay-per-view is still there. 
no matter with the zone, no matter with top ranks, uh, ESPN plus deal and all these other streams and apps that are coming out, you know, pay-per-view will always be there. And when you have, uh, attractions still around in the sense of Manny Pacquiao and PBC is out here, you know, looking to build their next pay-per-view stars. You have Earl Spencer, Mikey Garcia taking it to pay-per-view, um, in March, you know, it's time that, uh, they, they're out there trying to build, their next stars towards the pay-per-view. But what I do say about pay-per-view is uh, back in the day when you want to build the next pay-per-view star, you put him on the undercards of the reigning pay-per-view star, you know? You look back in the day and see how the cards used to stack up, and that's how people start to get uh, familiar with your next attraction. You know, you have to put him on the card of your main attraction, your main star. They build each other up that way. That's how you build pay-per-view stars. That's how I've seen it happen since way back then. And um, with pay-per-view still being around. And if you want to keep it going, that's how it's done. So uh, these uh, big main events are all good. But uh, the weak undercards, it's not going to help you build the next guy. You know, then all of a sudden you just want to throw, you know, the Crawfords and the Spences into pay-per-views. And they've never really done pay-per-views of where never really helped build into a pay-per-view star in the past when you had big pay-per-view stars. Um, the undercards on the Manny Pacquiao fight, Badu Jack, Marcus Brown, good fight, light heavyweight fight. Um, I think they have like a regular WBA title on the line. The champ becomes the number um The winner becomes the one number one contender for the champ. Um, the, the Russian kid, Bullough, Dimitri Bulov, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but uh, the guy can fight. The guy can fight, and he, uh, shout out to him, he's willing to go down into 168 pounds himself and fight in both divisions, you know. Again, Canelo is out there. He's a star. Attraction. He's fighting in two weight classes, and Bulov is down to fight between 75 and 68 he's not a big light heavyweight himself you know i see him really more as a super middleweight so uh big shout out to him on uh throwing that out there and willing to uh fight for legacy as well man you know a lot of these guys today everybody's after the money and the money is good okay you're a fighter you're a fight you're a prize fighter you know we want to make big bucks we want to go out there and 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 feed off our families you know feed our families were making big bucks. We put their lives on the line every day. Much respect, much shout out to every fighter in the game, you know. They put their lives on the line every day. But also, legacy, you know. This is the reason why I left so much love for Manny Pacquiao. You know why I'm respecting Canelo Alvarez more and more each time he gets into the ring. The guy's fighting for legacy, man. Two divisions right now in between. And 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 he take he's taking his attraction the same way Manny has in the past uh, around the country around the world, you know, everything ain't Vegas, everything ain't Vegas, everything ain't Vegas, no, every fight can't just be Las Vegas, man, like, come on, man, no, Manny fought in Dallas, Manny has fought in Asia, Manny has fought in Australia, Manny has fought around the world now, and Canelo, I see, is uh, taking his, his skills and his career on that same path, man, Canelo has fought in Dallas, Canelo has fought in, uh, Houston at the Astros baseball field when he knocked Kirkland out. He fought at the Alamo against Trout 
he came to Madison Square Garden. I appreciated that as a boxing fan, as 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 a boxing fan for so long and until I die, I appreciate that Canelo Alvarez made the decision to come to Madison Square Garden and um, state his claim here, put his name in these books here at the Mecca. You know, sold out crowd. It was ruckus in there. Uh, I was there personally and enjoyed it very much. And I will never forget that night. You know, you can say, oh, he fought nobody. Who held Rocky Fielding's beat what it may be. Canelo was in Madison Square Garden, unlike many other fighters who just want to play Vegas. Vegas and Vegas. Like, come on, there's more to it. There's more to it. You have fans all over the place that want to see you. And we can't always... Tr- Fly out, man. I've flown out to Vegas countless times for big events. You know, California, all over. I fly out. I love the fight game. I love to fly out. I love to go into new, 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 new territory and meet new people, new fight fans, and 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 explore. But um, it's also appreciated when fighters come into other cities, other states, other countries, and uh, demonstrate. And put on a show for us with all their talents. Um, yeah, so the Badu Jack Marcus Brown. Nice, light, heavyweight fight on the undercard for the Manny Pacquiao. Adrian Broner card. Um, Rashid Warren also. Band camp down with uh, AB and, and the Ohio crew. Um, also on the card, he's going for his second title. I can't pronounce the guy's name who he's fighting. I really don't know him. But... It should be an insane fight because Rashid Warren is always an entertaining fight. So that's one thing I must say. Rashid Warren is not uh, a born fighter, probably not known too much to uh, boxing casuals. But the diehards know, three-time Olympian, you know, and former uh, champion as well in a 118-pound division, I think it is, if I'm not wrong. 118 pounds around there. He had the WBA. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, but Rashid Warren is going for a second world title. I think it's a WBC title fight. Um, and uh, I think uh, another Ajax and Pora. I'm not sure if he's down with Manny Pacquiao and MP, but uh, he's also on the card. I think he'll be opening up Saturday night in Vegas for the big pay-per-view. Um, like I said, this is Fight Night X bringing it to you. Live and uncut, straight out. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I call it like I see it. If you don't like it, listen. It is what it is. But um, fight week is upon us. 2019 schedule is building up. We have uh, Keith Thurman making his comeback the following week here at the Barclays Center against Josecito Lopez. And... um. Also this week, I, I saw this week, I almost forgot for a second, the zone. And uh, Demetrius Andrade defends his uh, newly WBO title that he was crowned with back in October. You know, he was supposed to fight Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe Saunders tested positive for a steroid there. That was illegal. The, um, he was stripped of the title and taken off the card. Andrade fought uh, some dude I can't pronounce his name i forget his name but i uh, knocked him down like 10 times in that fight captured wbo gold two division champion now um he's making a defense staying busy something that i like very much about eddie hearn and his guys at the zone he keeps his fighters busy 
He keeps his fighters busy. He keeps his fighters paid. And Andrade is a contender. He's out there also in the sweepstakes for a Canelo showdown. You know, we don't know who Canelo is going to fight in May. I'm hoping that it's uh, Daniel Jacobs. I don't want to see him fight Triple G again. And uh, excuse me, I don't, not that I want to see him fight him again. I don't want to see him fight him this soon. You know, maybe we could save that for next year. Maybe even September. But uh, they fought twice back to back. It's time to start fighting New Blood. Fight Andrade. Who? Listen, either one. I prefer the Jacobs fight, but Demetrius Andrade's out there as well. He's going to make his defense. He's going to stay busy. He's going to stay sharp. He got into a little legal trouble just recently. Um, hopefully that gets settled and nothing crazy comes out of that. I mean, dude, you just captured the WBO title. You're in the loop for big fights. Let's keep your nose clean. I hope that gets taken care of and nothing uh, bad comes out that outcome. For Demetrius Andrade. Um, Chris Algeri's on the card. New York. New York right here in the building. Long Island. Chris Algeri's on the card. In which he just um, made a return into the ring. He was out for a while after a few uh, big fights. He got himself some good paydays back to back to back. You know, he fought Pacquiao. He fought Spence. He fought Amir Khan. Lost all three fights. But he got himself some big bucks. And he did capture the WBO uh, super lightweight title. When he beat uh, Ruslan. Provotnikov at the Barclays Center. I remember that one. I was there personally. Big win for Algeri that night. Jerry again, a slick boxer. Tall, slinky. He can go 12 rounds. He can move. He has the endurance. Um, he's back at the Garden looking to get himself back into title contention as well at uh, 140 pounds. Um, Amanda Serrano is on the card. Again, New York, Brooklyn, the Boricuas, they will be in there. Serrano's looking to capture her sixth world title. Her sixth world title. Yes, she's fighting. Uh, I'm not sure which is the division in which she'll be fighting in, but she will be in a title fight Friday night. I think it's Friday night at the Garden, yes. Um, also on the card is, uh, Jorge Linares, Jorge Linares, El Nino de Oro, Golden Boys, uh, former lightweight kingpin out there who had a great matchup in the garden with Vasily Lomachenko last summer. And, uh, they put on an action-packed fight, you know, um, in which he lost by knockout, body shot that Lomachenko hit him with, put him down, looked like it paralyzed the leg for a minute because he just couldn't get that he couldn't get back to his feet um Jorge Linares again he also moved up to the 140 pound division he's looking into getting to title contention as well as well I see good matches for him though Jorge I've never been a super fan of Jorge Linares I've always thought that he was more of a I'll give him a B B level fighter who beats also C and B level fighters, but can't beat the elite. He can't get through the elite of A class fighters. You know, puts up good fights every time. There's nothing to take away from him, and he's down to fight whoever, whenever. You know, that's 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 the respect and the love that I have for Jorge Linares' fight game. But I just don't see him beating the elite. He doesn't get to beat the elite. You know. Um, but he's also getting on the card at the Garden. Nice that card. And I'm hearing Jarrell Big Baby Miller, the heavyweight Brooklyn, again, New York in the house, is um, been added to the card. Not sure who he's fighting. Um, 
but he's also looking to stay busy. Again, Eddie keeps his fighters busy. Everyone's after the titles. Everyone wants the big paydays. But um, we can't just sit around. You can't just sit around on the shelf, you know. That's something that uh, um, that happens a lot at PBC. And I hope that this year, with all the network time that they have between Fox and Showtime, that changes. You have the best fighters out there in Stack divisions, 154, 147, you know, 140. These guys, 135, 168. Light heavy, at the light heavyweight division, they have they have stacked fighters there. And, you know, some of these guys sit around and fight over once a year, twice a year. You know, you got young guys in their prime. Not Some of them haven't even hit the prime yet. Keep these guys busy. And that's something that Eddie does. And uh, I have to... Say no much credit to Eddie Hearn for that one right there. He keeps his guys busy. You know, sometimes a lot of people will criticize, oh, he's fighting a bomb, but guess what, man? I can't stick around and just sit there waiting for one day to be picked for for the title fight that 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 I might never receive, you know? You know, you got families. Guys got families to feed at the end of the day, you know? We all have bills to pay. So until the time comes, let's keep them in the ring. And um, Big Baby Miller's trying to get that Anthony Joshua fight. A lot of rumors going around as well that uh, Joshua will come to Madison Square Garden and fight Big Baby Miller. I would love for that showdown to go down. Anthony Joshua, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. The Mecca's hot right now. You know, Barclays Center is uh, out there challenging, calling themselves the new Mecca. You know, and I love the Barclays Center because... They put on some great fights. Last summer, last year, a lot of big fights went down. Great action. And let's hope that they keep it up this year. It starts off with Keith Thurman now in, 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 in January, though it's not a, a huge fight. You know, it's not the fight that everyone wanted to see Keith back in. But it's what he's calling his comeback year, you know, his tune-ups. And Josecito Lopez is going to put on a good fight. You know, he always comes. He always gives his best. He always bangs. And, um... Let's see how it turns out. I'm not uh, betting against Thurman, but hopefully, you know, next best thing comes from there. You know, I'm hearing uh, rumors as well of Erislandi Lara uh, fighting uh, Brian Castro, uh, WBA regular, 154-pound uh, champion. And I'm hearing it's going to be lined up as a triple header. Let's see what they put together that night. Um... Danny Garcia is supposed to be fighting Adrian Granados in April at the Barclays Center. Let's see uh, what that card stacks on to. Danny, also, say what you may say, ticket seller, especially here in New York. You know, Philly's right there. They always come out. They always flood the building. Danny holds the records, all the attendance records at the Barclays Center since it opened up. I remember I was there that night. He knocked Eric Morales almost into the first row. And every Danny Garcia fight at the Barclays Center... I've attended, and he's always had a solid crowd. The Paulie Malignaggi, the Zab Judah, even the Rod Salka fight. I know, like, nice crowds. Philly's always in the house, and whoever the opponent is, their city always turns out. People, New York turns out no matter what, you know, no matter what you want to say. You put a fight on in New York, and the fans will turn out, and especially when you give us a big name. The Sean Porter fight, uh, the Peterson fight, those are all big fights Danny Garcia put on here. At the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, but uh, again back to the Mecca in New York, they had a good closeout to the year with Canelo Alvarez and Lomachenko. It was Lomachenko and um, Pedraza, their unification in the theater. The following week, you had Canelo in the building, back to back. 
they, they, they shut it down. You know, Barclay came back with the Charlo fight in which, you know, they did good numbers. But uh, the, 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 the performances from those two guys who finally got the stage that they've been looking for didn't turn out in their favor. I'm a fan of the Charlo twins. I like them. But what I saw in that last turnout, yeah, makes you want to say, uh, go back to the drawing board and maybe you want to keep these guys away from uh, the big the big guns. Maybe you want to keep them away from the big guns for, for, for another little fight or so, you know. Um, I hope to see a rematch soon between... Uh, uh, Iron Man Charlo and Tony Harris. I believe it was a close fight, but I would not give the decision to Tony. It was close, but I don't think Tony won that fight. You know, now uh, holds us back. Uh, we have uh, I'm hearing Jared Hurd and uh, Julian Williams coming soon. In the meantime, while Charlo and I guess Harris get their thing together, so we can get the Charlo uh, Hurd fight that uh, everyone has been longing for. For quite some time now but uh again four corners boxing talk fight week pacquiao brona this saturday showtime pay-per-view you don't want to miss it the return of the legend if manny wins where does he go from there we'll find out come saturday it's a lineup out there pbc has them already man danny garcia earl spence mikey garcia keith thurman like the, the 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 list goes on. Manny has options, plenty of options. Who will be the one that can take the legend's name into the future of their career? The opportunities are there. Well, I don't think it's gonna be AB, not at all. And uh, you know, this talks about a Floyd rematch that I can care less about. I hope that that doesn't even happen. I know Manny wants it, but I hope that doesn't even come out because there's so much more out there. To go, you know, hopefully Manny fights the winner of Spence and uh, Mikey Garcia and which is a fight that I'm picking Mikey Garcia. But that's we'll save that one for when that fight comes up on our next talk. You know, we can talk a little bit more about it come March, though. We'll go full fledged into that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Shout me out. Follow me on Instagram. X local for that boyo on Twitter, Fight Night X. X got your tickets as well. I know we got tickets to the Barclays Center for all your favorite events, for all the fights, Madison Square Garden, the Pagento Center in Jersey. Anything you're interested in, you contact me and we'll get you those things going. Um, have a good uh, start to your week, everybody. And uh, we'll talk soon. Four Corners Boxing Talk, Fight Night X, I'm out.